All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. What's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Oilers Nation After Dark. Connor Halley with you here. Got my producer, Aaron Bordado, alongside tonight. We've got the panel coming on. We've got Waz. We've got Liam. We'll get to them both very shortly here. But it is, like I said, Oilers Nation After Dark. The Edmonton Oilers victorious down in Los Angeles, playing another extremely solid game against a defensive team like the LA Kings. And it was a fun night uh, for the Oilers. A lot of high intensity moments setting up for potentially a playoff series. We'll get into that more. The Vegas Golden Knights were in action. We'll discuss what happened in that one and where the Oilers currently sit in the standings. But let's jump right into it uh, on YouTube. If you're watching right now, make sure you hit that like button. We're going to try to get a season high in likes. we got to go over 100 at least. There's 68 of you in there right now. We'll get those numbers going. Uh, Dustin, Justin. That was a coincidence, but Kyle, Rogan, what's up, Rogan? Uh, we've got Jake, we've got Chell, QF Pro, got Dr. Gonzo, lights out. I'm sure Rusty's got to be in there as well. Uh, Lance, everyone, thank you for tuning in tonight. If you're on Facebook, hit that like button as well. Tell a friend, I see Ryan, Corey, Nick, Mark, Marlene. A lot of positivity, a lot of blue and orange hearts. We like to see that in the chat. Uh, make sure you hit that like button, like I said. And of course, I hear you can send stars. So uh, yeah, send us some stars if you can do so. All right, let's get right into it. We'll start off with the good, the bad, the oily brought to you by Cornerstone Insurance. 
Cornerstone Insurance Brokers, Edmonton's premier boutique insurance brokerage with over 90 years of success and still growing. Visit cornerstoneins.ca slash nation to get an online tenant or condo insurance quote in just a few minutes and use discount code nation for an exclusive rate. Find out why Cornerstone Insurance Brokers are ranked amongst the best in Alberta. For the good, the bad, the oily, we bring in Liam tonight. And Liam, my first question, how are you doing? Good morning. I feel like I could be in bed right now, Connor. I was very, very worried that that game was going to go to <laughs> overtime and we were going to be starting the show probably about 10 minutes from now. So I'm feeling good. I got my way through that game and the others got two points. So that's what matters. And if we have to play the LA Kings in the first round of the playoffs, I'm going to need some banana flavored coffee to get through it, I think, because holy moly, could it be a snooze fest? You know what? I had some banana bread tonight. Very uh, clutch. A big thank you to my mom for providing that. I was going to ask you a question too. How many bananas, Liam? Because that game, that was a nail biter. Yeah, I had uh, I had three bananas tonight, Connor. That was a that was a stressful one. We're getting into the, uh, the stressful time of year territory where everything matters. And boy, oh boy, it felt, uh, it felt good though to, to come away with the two points there. Uh, Three bananas, three Oilers goals. I don't know if there's something to that, uh, but it was a fun night for the Edmonton Oilers. Darnell Nurse ices it with the empty netter. The guy's absolutely on fire. I think uh, Aaron, our producer, had told us beforehand, four or five of the last games, Darnell Nurse has now scored in the guy. He's heating up at the right time, uh, improving those numbers. A career-high season for him when it comes to points. Okay, we, we teased it there. Let's get to the good, the bad, the oily. We start off with the good. And on this occasion, I think we got to say Nuge at 99 points. He gets the big goal, his 36 of the season. That put him up to uh, 98 points on the season. And just a massive goal for the Oilers on the power play. You know, I'll use this quickly to say, side note to the LA Kings, they did not make it easy on the Oilers' power play tonight. They had to work for their two goals that they got on the power play. Uh, but Ryan Nugent Hopkins, that sneaky shot that he always has, and then he uh, picks up an assist later on as well on the Leon Dreisaitl goal. Uh, but Ryan Nugent Hopkins just continuing to put up these numbers at uh, rapid pace. And like I said, they're not garbage points. When he scores or gets an assist, it always seems to be at a crucial moment in the game. Yeah, the Nuge is huge, and he's he's grown into that nickname forever now. And it's just, yeah, he showed up at a massive time for the team. And that shot is funny, isn't it? We talk about, like, Saddle has his, like, signature move, and McDavid has the one where he just comes in with speed and beats everyone on the ice. But the Ryan Nugent Hopkins one where he just goes low blocker is just something that is so subtle. Everyone knows it's going to happen, yet we never really talk about it as much. And here he is, one point away from 100. and. I got a sneaky suspicion he might be able to get it tomorrow night against the Anaheim Ducks, which would also put him as level with Nathan McKinnon for both having one career 100-point season, which happened tonight for McKinnon. So late, Connor, I can't even talk. And <laughs> I can't believe Nathan McKinnon only has one 100-point season, but that's that's a different conversation, I suppose. Yeah, and I mean, Nathan McKinnon missed a bunch of time earlier this year yeah. as well. So I probably not the last, but uh, yeah, uh, phenomenal what Nuge is doing at these clutch moments. Okay, with the good comes the bad. And for the Oilers, I didn't think there was a whole lot of bad, but this is this is my request. I said the referees, the one thing I want out of referees is consistency. Mm -hmm. When they took clean Kostin off by himself at the start of the second period, I thought, okay, you better keep that up. And then... I don't know. A little bit later, we see Bukestad put Iafolo into the boards. Not a dirty play. Iafolo reacts, punches him in the face, and the refs send them both off. 
Eukstad didn't do anything. He like took it. It was a clean hit. He didn't, you know, do anything dirty. I follow kind of went into the boards a little bit awkward, uh, but it, that's not on Bukestad. The referees got to me tonight, Liam. Oh, they get to me every single night, Connor. It's an absolute disgrace, the product the NHL puts out there most nights, which they call referees because they, they quite frankly miss too much. And I get it. It's an incredibly quick game and you're not going to call everything, but some of them tonight, and it was kind of both ways too, but the... The Ayafalo one, the fake tough Ayafalo, who somehow only has 20 penalty minutes all season. I don't really get that. Every time I watch him, he, he just lives in my head rent free. Um, the, there was the one where McDavid got tripped on the penalty kill, and then they cleared the pocket and got interfered with by the defenseman. It was just kind of a wild night. And then the Derek Ryan one right at the end, too. And I know there was like a fair amount of penalties called, but also. The ones that were missed were so blatantly obvious. It was just strange. But yeah, the the costume one, I, I'm with you. Like, sure, if you want to call that and you want to kind of make a statement, fair enough. Like, but the next time it happens, you have to do the same. And then maybe from there, you can kind of adjust it a little bit. But you can't just call one team and then not call the other. And also, I didn't really think the game was getting like that out of hand by any point. Like, there was a couple of scuffles here and there, but there was never anything like too vicious, I found. So it was just... Just a weird night for the officials, but again, not surprising. They suck every night. <laughs> Kyle the Embalmer says uh, the bad has to be the shots in the first. That very well could have been it. Yeah. The Kings out shooting the Oilers 3-2 to two in the first period in shots. Yeah, that was terrible. Uh, we've got 200 people in the chat right now on YouTube, so make sure you hit that like button and answer this question. Is Nuge going to break 100 tomorrow night against the Ducks? We saw the Oilers put up a lot of goals on Saturday. Could it continue? Could it be point night? Will Nuge get to 100 points? Let us know on Facebook and as well YouTube on the chat. Okay, let's get to the Oily tonight. And the oily for this one, we give a little love to that LA crowd. That Boo and McDavid, obviously, they didn't like the hit on old Mikey Anderson, and maybe also because you know he he's the best player in the world, and and why would you like him in your rink? But uh, the LA crowd was bringing it tonight. I think they're ready for a playoff series. Yeah, I mean, credit to them for keeping it going. But I thought it was funny in the third period. He had the puck for a while and it seemed like they forgot. And then they started to pick <laughs> up the booze a little bit more. But yeah, I mean, that's good. The last great player that played here went to LA. So now hopefully McDavid can cross the LA Kings off his list of destinations if he ever chose to leave the Oilers. But uh, yeah, hey, at least they watched the game the other night. Unlike some teams in California, I'm sure they don't get many fans watching. So credit to them. I suppose, but we should just stop booing Mikey Anderson, but he's almost so irrelevant to the game when he plays against you. Others that who even cares if he's on the ice or not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see when he's going to return. I like you throwing a little gas out of the fire there. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's quite unanimous here. Oh, I shouldn't say that because Aaron put a poll out there and it's a uh, will news score hundred tomorrow. 98% yes. 2% no. So we've got a couple negative people in there, or maybe they're just, honest and realistic who knows uh good news is we'll find out in less than 24 hours okay we also have Waz, who's patiently waiting uh for us to get through the good the bad the oily we're through it so we'll bring Waz in Waz, thanks for waiting how you doing i'm doing very well we defeated the la kings i am very happy and i'm not as tired as the game against arizona so i'm happy about that yeah, it wasn't quite that. 8.52 start, only uh, 8.40, whatever it might have been, 8.38. Uh, uh, Waz, why don't we just start with this one here? And this is one of the things that I wanted to get to uh, pretty quickly off the start. The Edmonton Oilers, two games against the LA Kings in the last week. They win 
what two one and three to one no two nothing sorry and three to one uh tight competitive games showing that they can play that playoff style hockey i mean uh, it's an encouraging sign that they can play run and gun and then you know against the kings against the bruins they can shut it down and play better defensive hockey and that's been a knock on this team for a while yeah, I think this is a great sign, uh, especially going into the postseason here, uh, showing that the Oilers can honestly play against anyone, against any top team. Uh, I'm very interested to see how they'll play against Colorado uh, uh, coming up here as well. So that'll be another top team who just uh, Nathan McKinnon got his 100th point tonight. So, But in general, it's awesome to see the Oilers being able to shut down the L.A. Kings. Um, I saw a funny tweet earlier to, uh, this before hopping on here. Um, let me see if I can find it. It was just an LA Kings fan that said LA has beat them twice already, but with a healthy roster. So it's just a lot of excuses from LA Kings fans whenever they lose to us. It's like, oh, we were hurt. We were hurt. So what? We, we've had an injured roster. We weren't complaining. We weren't making excuses. Suck it up. We've got uh, Duke saying that your hair looks incredible, Waz. Thank you. Also, that uh, Liam looks like he has a potassium deficiency, but we know that's not the case. It's just, you know, it's 1138. It's been a long day. Everyone's working hard. We're going to get through it, though. Uh, Liam, just going to stick with that one to get your thoughts. I mean, did you think that, you know, if push came to shove, the Oilers could play this style of game back-to-back against the LA Kings where, you know, you, you slow it down, you take what they give you. They had two shots in the first period. I wonder what the message was. Maybe they were calm and okay about that because they weren't losing. Yeah, I think it was, I'm sure there was some levels of frustration of obviously not tr- being able to get the offense going, but the others are an interesting team in that sense of, that was clearly the way the LA Kings wanted to play, but I found that the Oilers found a great way to also just play that style and not really worry about what LA were trying to do. And it's it's funny because sometimes you those great teams and like the Oilers are trying to be, and you wanna you wanna dictate the game as much as you can. But sometimes it's okay to play to the other team's strengths a little bit too. Like when they play out uh, Vegas, it's very run and gun offense at both ends of the ice when. You watch him play LA is essentially a snooze fest. So it's just kind of funny how they're able to adjust that so much and then come out of two games scoring five goals and allowing one. And quite frankly, I didn't really think Stuart Skinner was going to allow any tonight. The one that went through was was kind of a tough one for him. I think most goalies in the NHL would have allowed that one to go in too. So I think all all around the Oilers made it very difficult for LA to be to break into the zone and actually have good chances. Like, did LA really have I'm trying to think about it. Did they have many great opportunities to score? I can't really think of one where Skinner had to make like an outstanding save. Like they obviously had chances, but there was never anything like, oh boy, that was a close one, right? He had the nice glove save. Yeah, that's right. There was the one. They showed him after, and he just looks so calm. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, there's not a smile or anything. The guy's locked in. There's uh, nothing like uh, when they played LA last time and he made that one massive save. Like I think we all remember. I think, honestly, I think every Oilers fan, every player on the ice just felt confident with Skinner between the pipes, and the defense played really well, in my opinion. Yeah, I want to, was it on Kempe last game on the breakaway he stopped? I believe him? so. Yes, I think, yeah. 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 I mean, he makes those saves. Uh, well, let's just stick with Stuart Skinner. I mean, I don't know if any of us saw this coming this quickly. Stuart Skinner taking over the number one position, and obviously mostly goes to Jack Campbell and the struggles that he's had, but... Uh, was did you see Stuart Skinner like was there indications that he could be this good this early in the things you saw from him 
this early do you mean like from the start of this year from or the last start of this year? year yeah um a little bit i i think so you know i i think uh he wasn't allowing as many goals as jack campbell or as many goals that you feel like he should have had also i think last year if we go back to last year there was a small indication that there was potential with Stuart skinner uh, I remember remember when he got that shutout and they got sent back down, right? And it was we were all kind of puzzled. Why why would you sh- send down a guy who just got a shutout? But uh, yeah, Stuart Skinner has really just taken advantage of an opportunity that's presented itself. It's like, well, the bat the, the supposed starter is not playing well. I, I can really I can really make a case for myself here, and he's done an excellent job. And there's just a lot of trust, I think, with Stuart Skinner from the Oilers uh, coaching staff, players, and now the fans, of course. 171 minutes, six seconds. That was the goals yes. drought or goals against drought uh, for the Oilers. So good goaltending, good defense. Uh, I saw that uh, Jason Gregor had put that one out there. Gregor had one more stat here uh, that Leon Drysdale ties Joe Newendike and Mario Lemieux for most power play goals. Sorry, third most power play goals in a season with 31. Only trails uh, Dave Anerchuk at 32 and Tim Kerr at 34. So, uh, I mean, just a historic number, uh, all because of the power play. Uh, uh, Scott on Facebook says, I hear a hint of an Irish accent. William, is that offensive to you? <laughs> uh, I'm just glad he didn't say Scottish. I'll take the Irish. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's fine. English. Uh, English. Uh, yeah, English. Not British, right, Was? <laughs> yeah, it's not British. <laughs> the, uh, the thing with Skinner, just to add just a small detail on him, I think one thing that's curious with him, and maybe we kind of forget about, is like this guy has won essentially everywhere he's gone. He won in the WHL. He won a lot when he was in minor hockey. I think he was part of that Bakersfield team that won like the COVID title or whatever they did down there. Like he has a reputation of being part of very good teams and going on to have a lot of success. And I think that's very interesting for him to be like such a young goalie in the league right now and having that same success again. Like it can't be just a coincidence that this guy finds his way on all the such great teams almost every single season. So Skinner, I think it's surprising, yes, how consistent he's been, but just with the mentality of being a true winner, like maybe it shouldn't be as much as a, a surprise as it is at the moment. It, it's so good to see. I mean, yeah. I've said it so many times, like his just his composure to me is what, yeah. what really impresses me. Doesn't seem to get rattled. Last thing mm-hmm. I'll say about Skinner is in terms of his kind of his growth is he showed a lot of adversity as well in that sense because there was a point in time people weren't really sure if he was going to be able to handle an NHL minutes or make the NHL. There was, I think, his stats in Bakersfield and the, just, they weren't looking pretty and it didn't seem like the future was bright, but he really just, you know, stuck it through and improved and look where he is now. And, it's, you know, it's very motivating, honestly. Uh, it was brought up in the YouTube chat there. Just a question. Did Leon Dreisaitl match Connor McDavid's point total from last year? Yes. They're now both uh, 123 McDavid at last year. That's where Leon is now. Uh, McDavid's up to 147 points on the season. Uh, Darnell Lairs with his 12th goal of the season. And Bouchard's up to 36 points <clears throat> on the year. Uh, Nuge, like we've talked about, up to 99. Uh, why don't we get to some of the goals here? Uh, we talked about Ryan Nugent Hopkins and his goal. We might as well take a look at it. And, uh, I mean... Uh, Liam, just clutch, you know, this is what you want to see from news. We talked about that sneaky wrist shot and uh, finds a way to bury it, dries it a blue shirt, pick up the assist, but massive goal. The news is huge again. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was perfect timing really. Like somebody had to break the deadlock and I, I 
kind of felt at that moment, whoever's going to get the first goal, maybe was going to be able to go on and get the win. And that is what ultimately happened for this team. And it's just kind of amazing as power play as a whole, isn't it? Like the groups they're able to have out there with, you know, if if Dreisaitl or McDavid aren't getting the goal on the play, then oh, there's Ryan Nugent Hopkins, who is one point away from 100 on the other side of the ice. And it's just, it's crazy what this group's able to do almost every single night under how much pressure they were tonight. And I mean, credit to the LA Kings. I know the, power, the Oilers obviously got two power play goals, but their penalty kill, I believe, statistically is worse than the Oilers this season. And it did not show tonight. They played very, very well on the penalty kill, I found. Despite allowing two, they made it extremely difficult for the Oilers to score two goals. Yeah, and I think that was like the Oilers were 0-10 or 0-10 for 10 going up against the Kings heading into this one. And then, yeah, 2-4 for 4 tonight. The LA Kings on the flip side, 0-4 for 4 on the power play. Uh, Victor Arvidsson would score his 25th of the season. And then, you know, it was just an awesome shift by Connor McDavid immediately after that to draw a penalty. Probably could have drawn a couple. Uh, he mm-hmm. took the slash. He took the trip. And then Leon Dreisaitl on the power play picks up his 122nd point of the season, 51st goal of the season. Uh, was what do you think of this one? Just Leon drives out, you know, <laughs> waiting for an opportunity to oh, bounce. It was awesome. I loved it. It was just vintage Leon in his office, and no one can stop him. When he scored that goal, I was thinking of like Thanos from the Avengers <laughs> out for Marvel. Like he's inevitable in that position, and he honestly just kind of had to like break through those like two LA defensemen there. It's just like no one's stopping me. I'm scoring this for taking the lead. And I also loved earlier when News scored and. He kind of like shoved, like just like looked in LA Kings place players, like see what happens, see what happens when we score. It's like I just I love Leon. Leon's playing with some different confidence right now, and I, I think it was Tyler who mentioned this on Organization Every Day or in one of the podcasts. How at the begin, I remember the All Star game. He had that uh, interview where he said he wasn't feeling too great about his game. That you know he was he hasn't been the most confident, and he has to play better. Well, we're seeing the best version of Leon Drysdale that we've probably ever seen. Call me crazy, but Leon Dreisaitl is the best player on the Edmonton Oilers right now. Like that, I know that sounds like an absolute wild <laughs> I, comment. I, I don't know if you're Connor crazy, David, about but that man just scored a hat trick and hit his 50th goal, got a game-winning goal tonight. He has just been absolutely absurd recently, and I know Connor McDavid is obviously goes nuts as well. But boy, oh boy, is Leon Dreisaitl just showing up in the most clutch moments the last however many games for his team. And I think it's the only game since maybe it's early February, February 1st, that he hasn't got a point was against Buffalo. Like, he's just been nuts recently. And again, I know Connor McDavid is on this team. Yeah. But Leon Dreisaitl is going absolutely nuts at the moment, and you just love to see it. He is playing... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> phenomenal right now and there was a stretch when uh, you know wasn't going uh quite his way but he certainly turned it around i know your m was down there for uh all-star weekend and he talked about how you you know wasn't his best year but yeah i you know what you're you're getting a couple people agreeing <laughs> with you let us know in the chat though uh, if you're watching on youtube we're up to 300 people i think that might be a career high for us here on oilers nation after dark so if you're watching on youtube hit that like button let's try to get like 200 likes that would be awesome and then tell us is liam crazy or is he on to something is leon dry the best player on the oilers right now right I'll- now we're living in the moment i'll accept all the crazy comments because i know it's kind of nuts to say and it's fine but I think it's a very interesting conversation. Uh, Bradley says, you're crazy. Gail says, yep, <laughs> not crazy at all. Uh, Alicia says, wow, Leon, he's the shit. So you know what? You know, <laughs> hey, 
maybe not as crazy. Uh, Dr. Gonzo says zero love for Kane. Uh, was we got to give some love to Kane. I mean, he was throwing the weight around tonight. He, oh, yeah. He's built for the playoffs. A series like this against the Kings, if it were to happen, he's going to thrive. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Yeah, we saw what he did last trip. We were the, 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 I, I think on the broadcast, I mentioned this is the first time Evander Kane was in L.A., since he put up the seven or I'm sorry with my bad fingers, but yeah, um, I'm excited. Kane always just brings in a little bit of tenacity with him, a little bit of bite and he can score. He can f- finish hits and he's a, not afraid to obviously likes to stand up for his teammates. And he likes to get into those little scuffles and you, Evander Kane's kind of almost everything you want in a hockey player, right? Like, I think we'd like to see a bit more finish from him right now, but that's probably going to come up playoff time. And that's when it matters. Now, I don't know if we have the third goal, Aaron. If we do, you can bring it up, but we should mention uh, Darnell Nurse. Uh, yeah, he just <laughs> lined it up and sniped it. He knew exactly what he was doing. Uh, his 12th goal of the season, Leon Dreisaitl winning the faceoff, getting it to him. I will say, I thought, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Okay, okay, okay. You know what you're doing. Like, I, I thought that was kind of an interesting decision, but uh, when you score, who are we to be critical? Uh <coughs> Liam, did you uh, did you believe in Darnell with that one? Of course, of course, I it was. was. <laughs> I, I I was I was surprised to like I was like okay somebody scored good. Oh, is it Leon is a nurse. I'm not too sure. It was weird because it looked yeah. like Leon led the flyby. So I was like, oh, did Leon score? I thought he took the face off, but I I believe the statistic on an empty net is that you have a one in fourteen chance to score. <laughs> Because that's how many nets you could fit across the ice. Hmm. You may as well shoot it. I mean, what's the worst that happens? It comes back and you get another face off and you just try again. Like, I mean, they could score, I suppose, but just assume they would win the face off the second time around, too. But I'm going to give myself a little pat on the back here, boys, because a couple of weeks ago, I said that Darnell Nurse is getting too much hate and that he deserves more love from his fan base. And I said it on Owen, Owen Radio and People didn't agree. Most people did, but a lot of people didn't. And now recently, this guy has just been absolutely tearing it up. I also said, to give myself a second pat on the back, <laughs> that we need to start believing in Jack Campbell. And then next thing you know, the guy goes and gets a shutout. So it's been a good week for me. It's been a good couple of weeks. I respect that. We got to get to you. 
When Liam speaks, good things happen. (laughs) We need a highlight reel of all the things you've mentioned. Like, there we go. This is it. Uh, Carmen says nurse has been redeeming himself lately for sure. Yeah. And I think a lot of that, well, part of that comes with uh, at home as well. I think Uh, Sean Bell, sorry, Connor. Oh, go ahead. Uh, Sean, Sean Bell mentioned something interesting on No Other's Nation Every Day where he was like, with the addition of Ekholm, it's allowed to kind of take that pressure in those minutes off Nurse and spread the minutes around the blue line a bit more. And that way, Darnell Nurse isn't getting exhausted, right? Like, you know, that's something we don't typically think about because Nurse, you know, he plays a ton of minutes. He's a workhorse, but eventually that does catch up with you as the game goes on, especially against the best competition in the NHL. And Ekholm has just been, you know, he's provided that stability throughout the blue line. So actually, Connor, I wrote I wrote an article on this too, and kind of the research I was looking at in how nurses' minutes are kind of being distributed a little bit now with Ekholm. So when nurses' minutes are now being taken back more is when the Oilers lead. So when the Oilers, sorry, when the Oilers are trailing. So when the Oilers are trailing, that's when you'll see the Ekholm and Bouchard line go out way more often. I can't remember the exact minutes, but it was like. Almost two minutes more ice time on average when that, they were when the Oilers were trailing in games. But when they were leading in games, Nurse and CC were kind of the pairing that would take over a little bit more, which makes sense. So now instead of trying to run Nurse and CC a little thin and trying to work them both ways of the ice, they just need to kind of focus on being the defensive guys. And funnily enough, that has somehow helped Darnell Nurse become more of an offensive <laughs> threat with this team now too. So. It's really working out, and that trade has just been so beneficial to the Oilers in in so many ways. By with bringing in Ekholm, it's just helped that entire blue line and just really sustained it all. That also, did Philip Broberg play tonight? He did. I I kind of forgot he was he played until I was just rolling it through my head. Then four I mean, minutes. Um, what, what's spe- the point? Sorry. <laughs> I, I like Philip Broberg. I I don't I don't know why he's been. I mean, a lot of the defensemen above and the more experienced guys have been just improving, right? So it's kind of just, you know, there's not there's not a lot of room for him right now, I think, even with how well he could play. Uh, the one thing I wanted to mention about Darnell Nurse is, I don't know if you, you guys follow Dom Luchette. I can't pronounce his oh, name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. From he the posted, Yeah, he posted one of his, like, analytics cards. And apparently, according to Dom, Darnell Nurse's market value right now is $9.4 million. So... Yeah. Darnell People Nurse. don't want to hear that. Yeah, he's apparently <laughs> playing like the nine point four million defenseman. Well, we'll, we'll take that. Yeah, hey, that was the market at the time when he signed Flame Seth mm-hmm. Jones and the Blackhawks, right? That's what happened. Um, no, actually, I said at the time when that all went down, I was like, Darnell Nurse is a better defenseman than Seth Jones, and it was a hockey camp I was at, and there was a Portland Winter Hawks scout there who Seth Jones used to play for. And he was like, you are talking out your ass right now. (laughs) Not anymore. Not anymore. (laughs) Who's laughing now? Um, The only reason I know Broberg played, I thought he had one like decent shift and I did not think it would be only four minutes, but yeah. Why? That's a a good question. Okay. Uh, Before, you know, we get to our predictions and all that sort of thing. I do want to let people know about uh, the nation gear for the playoffs, uh, the playoff t-shirt. There's two colors. You can check it all out at nationgear.ca along with the Leon dry Say the line shirt. Um, I mean, we're going to have some upcoming playoff watch parties. So you want to grab your mm-hmm. gear. So you fit in uh, oil up. 
I don't even know, uh, you know, just say the line. We'll go with that one and keep it clean at this late hour here on this show. And, and there's new stuff coming out as well uh, shortly. So uh, nationgear.ca, check it out. Grab your shirt. Uh, it's not going to be around forever because I've heard they are flying off the shelves. Check it out right now. And uh, if you want to take a look on social media at Nation Gear on Instagram or Twitter. And uh, yeah, take a scroll, grab a shirt. You guys, I I feel like you guys probably have pretty good collections of uh, the nation gear. Indeed, uh, I do. Yeah, yeah, I got a I got a few sweaters. It's funny actually, and I've spoken to Bag Milk about this. My first interaction with Oilers Nation was at the trade fair in Sherwood Park in like 2010 or seven. I can't remember what year it oh, was, wow. and it was I went and got this white T-shirt, and I still have it, and it just has the Oilers Nation logo on it. And it turns out, and I didn't know this until we spoke about it, it was Bag Milk that was the one that gave me the T-shirt. And it was like five bucks, and me and my dad both got one. So just a little nation gear goes back quite far. Five bucks? It was five bucks. They were literally just trying to, like, get the brand out there. So That makes sense. Like the very early days of of Oilers Nation. So, yeah, funny how, how things work out, I guess you could say uh cheryl says do you ship to alaska now i believe this was brought up on the last show and i was told we do but maybe go take a look go to nationgear.ca see it fill out everything see if they do and we can confirm it that way but uh yeah i i I think they do uh quickly i just want to shout out to uh the everyone on youtube for ten thousand subscribers on the oh, nation yeah. or on Oilers Nation, so it's it's really nice to see uh, that ten k. So thank you to everyone who subscribed on Oilers Nation YouTube, and also of course shout out to everyone on Facebook watching. I appreciate we we appreciate you all. But yeah, to hit a, a nice little milestone on YouTube, it's uh, something we've been working towards. And uh, Liam, Tyler, everyone who's been a part of it, uh, it's been it's been awesome. So thank you everyone who's subscribed. And if you haven't subscribed, make sure you do so Please right do. now. Yeah. Let's go for 11,000. Let's try to get Let's there go. You know, right away here. Uh, also hit that like button. Uh, Corey says Edmonton is the real true North mm-hmm. team. No team is further north. By yeah, the way, hey. if we're talking about nation yeah. uh, likes and followers, I mean, the Facebook has like 106,000 followers. So we got we to <laughs> do a lot of climbing to get to Facebook's numbers on YouTube. <laughs> Facebook, yeah. Yeah. nominal. I yeah. got a question for you guys. Just it's kind of been something that's floating around the chat. And, uh, so it's the eleven and seven and the twelve and six debate. But on top of that, also now the Philip Broberg debate. So I guess the first part of the question is: Do you just continue to have Broberg up here? Because I think he is an NHL defenseman. But if he's not yeah. playing, then what are you doing, right? Or do you do you just kind of send him down and maybe even activate a Ryan Murray? What do you, what do you think, Connor? I mean, I don't think Ryan Murray is going to play for the remainder of the season. Jay Woodcroft spoke on that, <clears throat> I believe, yesterday or two days ago. So I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. But I, I do agree with you. You need him to play. I don't think four minutes is enough. Um, is there a veteran you could potentially bring up? Maybe it's Nima Linen. I don't know if that would be the case because you probably want him to play as well. Uh, but this is the last year you can actually send him back down, right, without clearing waivers. So mm-hmm. next year he is going to be a full-time Oiler and potentially along with Raphael Lavoie. I think that was brought up on the broadcast. Yep. But uh, I, I love the 11-7 and 7 because I like just getting the opportunity for McDavid and Drysaddle to you know get out there with different partners and try to take advantage of mismatches. But uh, it's a conundrum. Waz, what do you think? Oh, I, I was thinking of, I was going to say, Leah, maybe the answer is Jason Demers. I thought he was a Bakersfield condor, but uh, he's playing in the KHL apparently. No, Jason Demers is a condor. Well, he says his current team is 
Akbar's Kazan. On- no, 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 was. <laughs> wow. Okay. The Oilers I mean, have signed this man to a deal. The Oilers yeah, only have two games. right-handed defensemen in Bakersfield. Yeah. And Jason okay. is one of them. Okay, so I think that's fair. I mean, Ryan Murray, in my opinion, there's no point in playing him. I mean, he's barely played any NHL hockey in the last year. I'd rather have es- I'd rather have Oscar Clefbaum back than Ryan Murray on the ice. I'll be honest. Uh, <laughs> Philip Broberg just needs more ice time before the playoffs if possible. I like Philip Broberg a lot. I think he's a young. Uh, he's good. Good with the puck. I think he's got some good hockey sense. It's just unfortunately he hasn't been able to crack those minutes, and the guys who are a bit more experienced have uh, been outplaying him. Uh, Demers, I think 54 games with the Condors, no goals, 17 assists. So, uh, hey, he's doing his thing down there. A nice veteran presence. That was that name did kind of pop into my mind because I've heard that thrown out there before. But uh, it's interesting. And I just want to check Philip Broberg yeah. game log here because obviously, you know, one goal game, uh, you know, they're going to be a little stingy with the minutes. Jeez, uh, I mean, he's not been playing a lot. Yeah, I, I kind of did a bit of a deep dive on him. For the last since the Columbus game. And the one thing I noticed was his defensive game is actually very strong. Very, very strong. He's very like he's a pretty lanky guy. He's good with his stick. He breaks up a lot of plays of it. And he's he's fairly strong and he's good at he's good at moving the pot quickly around the boards too. Like when his back's turned, he's not really getting caught off guard. The thing I found with him that was interesting considering the player he's supposed to be was he was doing essentially nothing with the puck. Like he wasn't moving with the puck. And when he got the puck, it was just mostly a simple pass to the, his D partner. And that was kind of it. Like he wasn't doing anything to really advance the play. And I think when you look at that is, well, the three defensemen ahead of him are, are just three guys who are just going to do that. are already doing that. So he's not doing anything to really keep himself in the lineup. I think it's, when you're on the road against the LA Kings, maybe 11 and 7 is the correct approach in the sense of you have a Anze Kopitar and Philip Deneau you're going up against. So if you have the 11 and 7, and we saw it a bit tonight too, where Drysaddle or McDavid are having shifts with Derek Ryan and Clint Costin, it gives you mm-hmm. a little bit more of an advantage there. So I think, I don't know. I personally would send Broberg down, but I also see the argument to keep him here of the fact of like, he's practicing every single day with these guys, especially a guy like Eckholm. Like he's clearly having an effect on this entire team. And I think Broberg can benefit from that. But sometimes it's like, ah, you gotta, you gotta play. You gotta let the dog off the leash a little bit of the dog park and just let him go and run around and see what he can truly do. And I think eventually the Oilers have got to, probably experiment with that a little bit in these last how many games are they at five maybe not the colorado one but you know they play san jose twice and then anaheim another time so maybe maybe it's one of those games you can let it fly around a little bit but it's it's very interesting it just gives me massive evan bouchard vibes from a few years ago when we were all very frustrated he was never playing and he worked out well so maybe i'm just talking on my ass for the most part but that's kind of what i've just been seeing from his game recently Bouchard on the uh, the COVID year, right? When he was just yeah. on the taxi squad, kind of. Yeah, four games left. He got the Ducks, Sharks, Avs, and Sharks again. Maybe if there's a meaningless game in the standings, you see Broberg a little bit more. Maybe tomorrow, who knows? Maybe yeah. maybe that was the plan. Give him four minutes tonight so we can play 24 tomorrow against the Ducks. Uh, we got a lot of people in the chat liking the Nemo Revenge Tour. So we'll see if that happens. <laughs> you know, the irony about Nemo Linen is that he's never been the same since he turtled to Matthias Ekholm against Nashville earlier in the season. I never saw that. You remember that? Like, I th- huh. He went and tried to nail Ekholm. Ekholm ducked out of it, and then he got up, and Nemo Linen just 
kind of turtled it a little bit. And I was like, ah, can't play like that in the NHL, buddy. If you're going to throw around those hits, eventually you got to take some punches to the face. He's got to exercise those demons. Uh, Chris on the old chat says Sean Bell is a beast. Sean Bell, uh, by the way, has a new oh, yeah. show on TSN, 9 a.m. Uh, Hello Hockey with Tom Gazzola. I'm there too, but I don't talk a lot. But uh, yeah, if you're looking for some 9 a.m. content on Saturday mornings, uh, <laughs> it's going to be a really good show this weekend. I promise you about that one. Okay, uh, let's get to the out-of-town scoreboard here brought to you by AMA Travel. Uh, I've, I've said it for the last couple of shows here. If you want to you know, plan a trip down to L.A. or Vegas uh, to watch the playoffs, games wherever it might be ama travel is the best way to do so uh the golden knights they lost the night in overtime to the nashville pred how, how are the preds still doing this uh three two in overtime the kraken knocked off the canucks five two and i believe uh andreas athanasio and jujar kyer scored for the blackhawks they beat the flames four three the calgary flames what the hell is going on oh my god <laughs> but we love to see it <laughs> you, you, you love to see it, but part of me was kind of hoping for a battle of Alberta in the first round if Edmonton won the West and Calgary got the final wildcard spot. But Calgary's not doing themselves any favors. So, but then again, somebody on Twitter mentioned to me, well, you know, a battle of Alberta would be awesome, but at the same time, it's going to be the storyline will be how can the Calgary Flames stop Leon Drysdale and Connor McDavid? Like, but yeah, I digress. <laughs> I, I don't care for the BOA at all in the playoffs. We won it. Like, it was yeah. great, and uh, it was awesome in the moment, but I just don't care for Calgary. I th- actually thought before tonight they were going to get into the playoffs, <laughs> but now not anymore. Dude, you lose to a lottery team. <laughs> yeah, and then Ty- Tyson Berry got an assist on Nashville's game-winning goal. So thank you, Tyson Berry. Oh, so- you love to hear that as well. <laughs> Do us- Okay. <laughs> so Vegas up to 104 on the season. Uh, the Oilers at 101 points. LA 100. Um, oh, Flames 87 points on the season. The Preds could they track them down? You got Winnipeg in there. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, the final couple games here, especially for that wild card spot. But like we said, the Edmonton Oilers uh, they've got the Ducks tomorrow. Uh, the Sharks on Saturday. That's a two o'clock game. So Oilers Nation after dark won't be too dark. The Avs next Tuesday. And then the Sharks on Thursday, and I believe playoffs will get going on the 16th or the 17th of April. So it's going to be here in no time. We'll know what's going on. Uh, Corey says, I honestly want the Flames to fall just short because bragging rights to rub the Flames fans and those in it. Yeah, the Battle of Alberta was fun, but after game one, I, I can't lie. I was a little bit stressed. Like, oh, Same. <laughs> what if they lose? It's not going to be good. And then, yeah. you know, obviously we know what happened. Uh, why don't we get... Uh, Aaron Bardato in here. We'll do some Betway predictions, 19-plus bets responsibly here. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers, like we've said a few times, taking on the Anaheim Ducks tomorrow, 8 o'clock. So we'll be back, uh, I don't know, 1040, 1045 tomorrow night for Oilers Nation After Dark. Aaron, great work tonight. How are things going? Gentlemen, gentlemen, they're going good. Man, that was an electric game. That was playoffs personified. And all I can say is buckle up, Oilers Nation, because if it's anything like that, we are we're in for some fun in two weeks here. Hundred percent. Okay, so Liam, we'll start with you. Let's get a betway prediction as well as a score prediction. Oilers Ducks tomorrow night. Uh, five nothing Oilers. Mm-hmm. Anything for uh, betway? Oh, um, are you yeah, gonna nail go, the score? I'll go with yeah. I guess I'll be betting the shutout. I'll go with an Oilers epic victory royale and a Leon Drysaddle goal and a Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Point. I'm sure I can rustle that together in one way or another. Or another. Laws, what do you got? 
Hmm. I'll go. I'm going to say Connor McDavid has a five point night. <laughs> All right. Hell okay. yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> a score. Uh, seven, one. Um, while I don't share Waz's optimism like that, I appreciate it, Waz. That's something else. I think yeah, it'll be a high-scoring game for the oil. I'm going to say like five-one, and I'm just going to bet a nuge a nuge goal because I want it to be on a goal. Hopefully, the hundredth point. And yeah, it'll be good stuff. Unfortunately, it's on the road, so whatever. But it would have been nice at home, and I do believe we might have some more nation gear, possibly dropping. If somebody were to <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. So, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I think 5-1, new goal. Nationgear.ca for that. Uh, my pick, I'll take 4-1 Oilers, and I'm going to take an Evander Kane goal. Uh, get rewarded for the physicality that he brought tonight. Aaron, I love that pick for Nuge to get a goal, though. That'd be awesome for him to get to 100 on the season. I was looking it up. He had 106 in Red Deer. That's his career high. Can he get there and match it in the NHL? That would be unbelievable. And one last thing before we let you go here. Uh, Oodle Noodle, Oilers Nation stickers, the two best combinations. Uh, all Oodle Noodle locations in the city are giving away free Oilers Nation stickers to fans. So just visit an Oodle Noodle location, get some noodles. And get a sticker. Check them out on social media. Twitter at Oodle underscore Noodle. And on Instagram at Oodle Noodle Graham. All right, guys. Uh, the question from Carmen. Anywhere in the city you can pick up gear? I believe nationgear.ca. Oh, sports closet. Yep. Any sports closet in the city, you can go and get it. And also on nationgear.ca, you can you can pick it up too. Like It is an option yeah. to order online and pick up if in person if you'd like to do that as well. Do they pick up at like Nation... HQ? Uh, little little brick. little brick which is just a block away from nation it's just uh it's in the riverdale area by um what's a golf course riverside so it's just outside the city would you guys go meet them i believe rick rick is the one that deals with it okay all right i mean i think you gotta work that in there <laughs> like buy 500 dollars worth of stuff have a banana with liam I think that could be a selling point perhaps going forward. Yeah. Maybe a new feature we could throw in there. I think we got to get Leo some custom gear, just like a banana shirt. I I have a banana shirt. Have you not seen my famous banana shirt, Connor? No, no. Okay. My first game on the playoffs for this post game show, I'll wear my banana shirt. I wore it in Vegas and it was uh, it was a hit to say the least. If you look at the picture, I think Kennedy posted it of the the, the, beer. Kind of, the album and it says let's ride i'm chugging a little beer and it says and i have my banana shirt on i love it i love it we need more we need to put those out there to the masses all right that's going to do it for the show tonight okay big thank you to our sponsors cornerstone insurance check them out cornerstoneinsca slash nation you can get an online tenant or condo quote and use discount code nation Oodle Noodle, get some noodles, get an Oilers Nation sticker, throw it on your car. Uh, let them know you're a citizen. Nation gear, we got dry saddle, we got playoff gear, we got maybe new stuff dropping as soon as tomorrow. Nationgear.ca slash collections slash ON playoffs 2023. Oil up. Also, AMA Travel gave us that great scoreboard. If you're planning a vacation, check them out. AMA Travel. All right. Aaron, Liam, Waz, thank you guys so much for doing this tonight. Appreciate it as always. Uh, Waz, you'll be back tomorrow night, hey? I will. With Cam, the engaged Lewis. The, mm-hmm. You should have said man. 
Oh man, can be engaged can... man. That will oh. kind of roll off the tongue a little bit more. I guess. Well, well I'm not as clever as you. Okay. It's past midnight. Yeah, it's true. Did he get just get engaged? Is that new? Yeah, it's true. Uh, oh. This is a new a new event. He wasn't he, he, there on gave, Monday, and then he, all of a sudden he's a uh, he's engaged. Yeah, he gave a woman a ring, and uh, apparently, yeah, a woman. <laughs> in there, all right. In there, that's a lot of fun. All right, okay. Well, we'll have the engaged man on tomorrow. Uh, he's what uh, at Coomzy on Twitter. Everyone yes. votes. Congratulate mm-hmm. him. That's awesome news. So congratulations way, to he and his fiance. Just to mention Coomzy real quick. If you dig deep into the Oilers YouTube, uh, Oilers Nation YouTube, there's some funny videos of him and Jay trying out donairs. So <laughs> classic content from Oilers Nation. You can only find it if you subscribe, Die Hood. Ah, uh, yes. Well, mm-hmm. well, great plug, Liam. Way to make it subtle, was. All right, we'll wrap it up. Thank you guys for tuning in tonight. Uh, on behalf of everyone here, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Hit that like button on Facebook and YouTube. If you're on Twitter, I don't know, retweet it. Tell a friend, and we will talk to you tomorrow after the Oilers hopefully take down the Ducks in Anaheim. Have a good night, everyone. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 